Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Ankry and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. The Zone at the Little Rock Touchdown Club is brought to you by Arkansas Urology, the state's leader for urological care. With unmatched expertise, state-of-the-art facilities, and the latest technology, Arkansas Urology is well-equipped to provide world-class care for all Arkansans. Clinics now open in Benton, Conway, Little Rock, and North Little Rock. Learn more at ArkansasUrology.com. They bring backs in motion. KJ in the gun. Gets the snap. Going to throw off play action. Complete. Touchdown, Arkansas. Arkansas wins. Tyrone Broden with a catch. The Hogs flood the field. The six-game losing skid is over. The Hogs celebrate in Gainesville. First win ever in the swamp. It's going to be a happy flight back to Fayetteville. The play call was the best I went. And when I seen the, um, the safety come down, I kind of knew it was over from there. I just got inside, did my row. And KJ did the rest, caught the ball, touchdown. All right, welcome back for our second hour today. We'll get into the red-white report, but you heard it there. Arkansas wins over the weekend against Florida. And Broden with the touchdown catch that was the difference. Arkansas almost 500 yards of offense, but we'll dig a little deeper into that. And we will uh, talk some hoops, too, because basketball starts today. This just in in a moment as well. What? Yes, basketball starts today. It does. Uh, Alyssa Lang joining us today. She is the Little Rock Touchdown Club guest. She is with the SEC Network, and she is from a uh, town just north of Charlotte, North Carolina. So she is... Uh, you know, from a proximity standpoint, born in the right spot to be working for the SEC Network, I guess. But she has obviously worked her way into this spot and all the way to the Little Rock Touchdown Club, which is the highlight of many people's career. Alyssa, it's great to have you. How are you? It's absolutely the highlight of my career. Thank you guys for having me today. Um, and, of course, to the Little Rock Touchdown Club for having me uh, throughout this afternoon. I've heard nothing but incredible things about coming here. And truly, from all my colleagues, they say you haven't made it until you get an invite here. So I feel like this is the crown jewel of my career. I can hang it up. I can retire when I get home after this. So I'm, uh, I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, Chris Doring was with us last week, and Chris was talking about how excited he was. I mean, and I think he, you know, he truly meant it about what a big deal it was. And I, I'm glad you guys are hearing good things. And certainly, David's done a great job along with the staff of getting great speakers in, and it's it's grown into what it is today, which is a remarkable thing. I would have never believed, you know, years ago when David came up with this concept that it would ever become what it has. And uh, it's pretty impressive. But uh, anyway, it's great to have you. Let's talk a little bit about Arkansas. I see you here looking dapper in your red today. We appreciate that. <laughs> You know, usually when people wear red, we think they're trying to get a job at Arkansas. We assume that's not the case for you. But uh, Arkansas gets off the schneid this weekend down in the swamp. What did you think of the performance? And uh, what do you think about Coach Pittman and, and what he's trying to do right now? Well, first of all, I was never going to come here and not wear a red suit, so I appreciate uh, I appreciate the shout-out there. No, I, I was really impressed by what I saw from Arkansas. Obviously, not only the 14 nothing start on the road in Gainesville, Coach Pittman talked about it, a place that they had never won and a really difficult place to play, especially with what Florida has going right now. And in a way, their backs are against the wall and trying to become bowl eligible and finish the season with a bang. So not only with the way Arkansas was able to start the game, but the way, obviously, they were able to finish it in overtime. And listening to Coach Pittman talk about the look in K.J. Jefferson's eyes and the look in Rocket Sanders' eyes, knowing that we were not going to go home again with a loss, I think speaks so much to where this program is and where Sam Pittman is as a head coach that I know has been on a bit of a roller coaster so far this season. And I know the fans aren't really happy with how the season has gone. 
But I see a team that has never stopped fighting for Coach Pittman. Even when you look back at some of those losses, I was there for that Texas A&M game in Arlington, and the way they came out in the second half, and they came out with a renewed sense of energy. I remember Coach Pittman coming out and saying, well, I, I basically peeled the paint off the wall in there. They better come out a different team. It's It's a remarkable effort, and I know that that can be something that fans don't want to hear. But we're... Heading into the second week of November, if you've had a season like at times what Arkansas has had, it could be really easy for a bunch of 18 to 22-year-old guys to pack it up and check out, and this team has not done that, and that's what impressed me the most about Saturday. With you uh, speaking today, were you uh, secretly hoping Arkansas (laughs) would win? I will say uh, I did have an extra eye on that game because I figured that Razorback fans would be a little extra excited on Monday uh, if, if they could come home with a win but I will say I was telling you before I sat down my fiance is a Florida Gator alum so of course he was very invested in that game Mm -hmm. and as heartbroken as he was at the end of it he did text me and he was like you know what I love Sam Sam Pittman because you love Sam Pittman what a great guy if this means that you get to go to the Little Rock Touchdown Club and have extra smiles (laughs) I I can live with that so he found the bright side there (laughs) Uh, Alyssa you get a chance to talk to coaches and and again they're not long interviews I'm sure you guys talk to them in the lead up to the games as well I know you guys usually have meetings with them Um, but you get to know these folks and it's a little bit different they're probably a little bit less guarded with you guys off camera at times and we've got the clip in the system and it's one that you know I think most of the stations around the country play I'm sure it's one that you hold near and dear to your heart now, uh, especially related to your fiance with Coach Leach who's passed passed away. But uh, let's let's play that for the listeners who missed it real quick, and then want to get your thoughts on on dealing with him, and then some of your other favorite coaches you've had a chance to get to know. Thoughts on weddings? Um, I'm in the middle of planning one right now. Do you have you any are? advice for me? Who yeah. are you marrying? His name is Trevor. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll have to you set up a meeting and I'll talk to him. Um, okay, so uh, where's Trevor from? He's from Florida. What does Trevor do for a living? He works in sports as well, covers football. He does what? He covers football as well. Really? Well, I don't know. We'll keep a close eye on it, but whatever you and Trevor decide, I would kind of keep it on the down low, which you failed to do that. Trevor was probably planning to, but you didn't. Uh, so go ahead and... Uh, uh, don't don't say anything else about it, but as soon as the season's over, or even an off week, go elope. Trust me on that. Go elope. Because uh, basically every female in the family is going to terrorize you guys until it's over. Once it's over, I mean, they'll be upset for a few days, but it'll be over. And then, you know, you cruise away, uh, along, have a happy marriage, have a happy life. I'll pass along the message. Thanks, Coach. Congrats okay. on the win. Trevor, unless he's crazy, is totally on my side. And trust me on this. <clears throat> if Trevor doesn't uh, have the sense to do that, tell him to call me because, I mean, he needs to do trust. I've told all my kids, I'll give you $10,000 extra if you elope. So far, they haven't done it, but I would, too. I'll have him call you. <laughs> well, Alyssa, you, you haven't taken his advice as of yet because you just referred to Trevor as your fiancé still and not your husband. So are you going to follow his advice at some point, or are you guys going to go through with a traditional wedding? It is funny because when he said keep it out, I haven't listened to that in probably months, and I forgot that he had said keep it on the down low, and he said, which you failed to do, which I'll give him that. That maybe was my most crucial mistake is putting that out there for everybody and and allowing uh, any kind of advice to come my way, but it's funny. I, out of out of both families and out of both of us, I was always the one who wanted to elope, which is why I'm like, I'll have him call you. And I was actually hoping that we could, you know, set that meeting up before Coach Leach unfortunately passed away. You know, God rest his soul. But he uh, he was right about everything outside of, you know, he I know he said all the females in your family, which is true, but it's my dad. My dad pretends he wants us to elope, but my dad secretly wants the wedding. He wants the moment, so he'll never yeah. let me do it. He's also not offering me money to elope. Only Coach Leach said that, so still wow. working on that part of it. Yeah, giving your daughter away is a special thing. Wes is going to get a chance to do that twice, and it's a that's a cool thing. I've got two boys, so I won't ever have that opportunity, but uh, I'm sure your dad's looking forward to that. As yeah. far as the other coaches you've dealt with, I mean, you obviously have a special place in your heart for Coach Pittman. Who are some other coaches you love dealing with? And if you're going to be real with us now, 
I need a coach maybe you don't like dealing with so much. Ooh, that isn't really a tough question in the SEC. I mean, it is a tight-knit family, and you said a few minutes ago, you know, our in-game interviews can be really quick, but the Fridays that we spend talking to coaches or during basketball season, you know, the Tuesday shoot-around, whatever it is, you really get to know everybody so well, and and you get to form these relationships that make being in the SEC so special. You know, I'll I'll play the homer card again here and say that I love Coach Musselman. Uh, I mean, one of the funniest coaches that I've ever been able to deal with. I was just reminiscing with David Basil about the Auburn at Arkansas basketball game I did a couple of years ago here where they stormed the court and Muss's arm is in a sling and he has somebody cut his t-shirt off to come back out and celebrate with the students. So uh, that's always a ton of fun being able to do Arkansas basketball. I'm a big Rick Barnes fan as well here as we get into basketball season. Of course, my alma mater, Shane Beamer, big Shane Beamer fan as well. As far as coaches that I don't like there's no coach that I don't like but I will Mm -hmm. say maybe the most difficult to wrangle for his halftime or post-game interviews would be coach Cal (laughs) sometimes he loves to just walk right off the court uh, and not do that interview and you kind of have to run with him hey hey coach hey coach got 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 the microphone here so uh, he's maybe my most challenging get as far as the the halftime interview is (laughs) concerned Arkansas is going to try to make it two in a row when they play Auburn Saturday. Uh, what do you think of Auburn? What what kind of team is uh, will we see Saturday? Auburn's a, a dangerous team, and I know they started conference play maybe not necessarily where the fan base wanted them to be, certainly not where Hugh Freeze probably wanted them to be as he's been very tough on his quarterbacks and, and both of those guys in that room so far this season. But I will say this Arkansas team over the last two weeks has gotten better and better. Another confidence-boosting win over Vandy on Saturday. And I understand that Vandy's a team that can be difficult to be a measuring stick as far as SEC play. But you can never measure the the benefit of, of confidence in Peyton Thorne and what he's been able to do week in and week out. I would say the same thing for Arkansas, though. This is one of my sneaky matchups that I'm going to have my eye on this weekend because Arkansas should be flying high right now, too. K.J. Jefferson should be feeling really good, as should this offense, after going on the road and doing what they did. So I, I have said all season that Auburn would be a team that would get somebody. They would make life difficult for somebody. Maybe that somebody is still left on the schedule because I think the Iron Bowl could be interesting this year depending on how the next two weeks go but uh, this is not an opponent that I would sleep on if I were Sam Pittman or this Arkansas staff. I'm sure they're I've been not. Trying, <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to talk Auburn up. Everybody else is bashing them. I think they're getting better week by week as much as yeah. I need to admit it. Um, Alyssa, what about your crew? Tell me about the, the folks you've worked with on the, on the network and um, and I'm curious about the preparation that goes into a broadcast and what you all do, how much you all are together or sort of sharing ideas leading up to a broadcast. Oh, constantly. So my crew has kind of changed a little bit throughout the course of this season. My main normal crew, if you will, is Taylor Zarzer and Georgia great Matt Stinchcomb. They're great. Uh, you're truly like family. People maybe don't realize how much time you spend with the people that you're calling college football games with. I see them more than my family. I see them more than my fiance. I spend more time with them, whether it's planes, trains, automobiles, in our Friday meeting, have more meals with them than anybody. And I'm so blessed to have a group that not only is so supportive of of each other, but loves the SEC through and through. I mean, we're constantly exchanging ideas to kind of go back to your preparation question. It starts on Sunday. As soon as we get our game assignment, I got that at about 1 o'clock yesterday to figure out where I was going this upcoming Saturday. You're constantly on social media. You're constantly on Google. You're constantly watching press conferences, watching games back, trying to find an angle that maybe hasn't been talked about going into week 11 because I know fans love that. They love turning on the TV and it's the 11th different crew and they're talking about the same story from week two and we try to try to do a good job of avoiding that or, or finding new things to talk about and that really goes all the way up till kickoff. I can't tell you how many times we've been 30 minutes till kickoff something has happened, something has changed, maybe a team didn't know that a player was going to be injured or a player gets injured in warm-ups or whatever it is, you have to be able to change on a dime. And having a crew that's willing to do that and able and talented to do that like I have is truly a blessing. So I could be on my phone all night long, wake up at 6 in the morning, get on my phone to do more research. It's never enough because you're spending every moment around all your radio shows and studio shows getting ready for game day because as you guys know things in the SEC change on a moment's notice so it's it's important to be on your toes what's the best sideline 
to be on, uh, loud and just Ooh. intimidating, that environment? I don't think I've ever been asked that question before. That's a really good question. I will say, this weekend, I am going to a play. I got to the SEC Network in 2018, and there's only one stadium that I have not been to, that I've not done a game at, which is crazy to think of how many seasons I've been here. I guess not that many, but enough. You would think I've been at all 14. I have yet to do a game at Death Valley, and I'm going this weekend for Florida at LSU. So I'm wow. going to experience being on that sideline for the first time, which I've heard crazy stories about. So that's a good one. Uh, Georgia's always insane. Bam is always insane. Um, I'm trying to think of any specific games, too, that have been deafening. I mean, if, if you're in Starkville and Mississippi State is rolling, maybe not necessarily this weekend, but those cowbells will get you. Your, your ears are going to be ringing for a long time. Neyland, too. Really everywhere. I, I would name all 14. <laughs> yeah. Not a, not a whole lot of quiet spots. I mean, Vanderbilt's no. obviously still working on finishing their stadium, but I'm sure it gets loud there on occasion as well. Yeah. Um, Alyssa, i got to ask you one last thing, and, and I'm done. Uh, I know we got to let you get in there with those guys. But, um, you know, and again, I don't want too much conjecture here. I'm just curious what the what the thought process are around the around the network. But, uh, you know, Billy Napier's got himself in, uh, painted into a corner here now. He's going to be a dog in the last three games, and Florida football does not miss bowl games very often. That is a That is a no-no. So... How hot of a seat do you think he's on, or do you? You know, I'm a big Billy Napier fan. Uh, I, I still think he's the guy for the job. Uh, I think from a recruiting standpoint, looking what he's been able to do, looking at some of the young guys who have had some of the production that they've had over the last few weeks, should be a good sign for Florida fans looking ahead, knowing some of the names in the upcoming recruiting class, where that stands right now nationally, I think is also something to keep in mind. I don't know if people realize how much work Billy Napier was going to have to do when he took over the team last year. There were a lot of guys that he had to weed out as far as maybe not being culture fits or maybe not being guys who fit what he wanted to do in that program. This was always going to take time. You look at the 2024 schedule, and it only gets harder for Florida. So I know it's hard in this league, and I know Florida fans demand excellence to your point, but I do think patience will pay off for Billy Napier, especially, like I said, when you look at the type of players, the caliber of players who are coming to Gainesville. Austin Armstrong joked with us a few weeks ago, half his defense can't even vote. They're 17 years old. They're not even, they're not even old enough to vote. So you've got a young team in the middle of a culture rebuild down there in Florida. That's not going to happen overnight. They're recruiting the state heavily. I'm a Billy Napier fan, like I said. I know the seat is warm, but I don't think it should be quite yet. You know, if Arkansas had lost, I've been asking about Sam Pittman's seat. So, luckily, we didn't have to have that conversation. So, <laughs> I'm also I would say the same thing about Coach Pittman. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen. Thanks for being with us. I appreciate it. And we're going to let you get in there and get settled in. Grab a little lunch before you speak to the club. But uh, thanks so much for coming in town. Congratulations on all your success so far. And uh, I was telling you, I was I was looking for your Twitter account to tease that you were coming on with us. Where, where's your check mark? You have fifty-eight thousand followers. And no, no, oh, no check mark. I'm not paying for that check mark. Come on, Elon. <laughs> you deserve one. You should Honestly, give me one. Too, I'm too lazy to just figure out how to buy the check mark. I just never did it. I said, you know what? If, if someone wants to spoof my Twitter account, they can do that. That's fine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what is it? Like eight that. bucks that's a month? <laughs> I should just yeah, pay for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got a you got a wedding to finance. I mean, you don't need to be be wasting money true. on check marks. Every so. dollar counts. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Well, listen, thanks so much. Congratulations on all your success, like I said, and uh, appreciate you being on this. Look forward to hearing you from the club, and I always give fair warning here. I told Doreen this last week, too, so uh, we do carry the speech live on the air, so don't don't Ooh. say any naughty words or anything. All right. Uh, thank you for that warning, and I appreciate <laughs> you guys having me today. Thank you. All right. Take care. All right. Let's get our uh, red-white report in here. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. All right, Arkansas wins it over Florida 481 in total offense. Nobody's really talking about the defense, and they did give up 36 points, and easily it could have been 39. Um, and uh, I guess it still would have been 36, but it would have been in regulation and a loss. But it turns out uh, Arkansas did just enough to pull the game out, and it was good to see a revamped and uh, passionate offense out there on the field. Coach Pittman this week, uh, obviously a little more optimistic going in, and it paid off on Saturday. He says the team bought into Kenny Guyton's plan for Saturday. Isn't that something more? 3-0 and in bye weeks, 
We haven't been beaten a bowl. Uh, we stress that to our kids that we have the formula, the remedy, the whatever for bye weeks and for long, lengthy. We've lost one game, you know, in the beginning uh, of the season. And they've played Cincinnati, you know, some good teams as well. So we sold that this week, and they, they bought into it as well. And then with the change at OC, uh, they bought into that too. So get the kids and the coaches all the credit. But um, as good a win as I've been a part of ever, to be honest with you. I love that. Good good take there. Uh, defensively for the Hogs, you talk about sharing the wealth, fellas. Uh, you had one, two, three, four, five, six, six dudes with five tackles apiece to lead the Razorbacks. Pooh Paul was one of them. Here he was after the game. Man, it's, it's a great feeling. You know, Coach Pittman's a great guy. He's a hardworking man, and he takes pride in his coaching um, responsibility and things like that. And, you know, even just seeing Coach Pittman with that light in his eyes and after the game today, man, it was just phenomenal. And, and I know that he, the type of guy that he is, you know, he, he prides himself on bearing us on the field as well as off the field. But on the field, he wants to be the best that we can as well as also. You know, just talking with him and things like that, you know, we, we let him know, like, we behind you as well, like. Don't nothing, don't nothing, like I said earlier, don't nothing in the outside world affect what, what kind of relationship, what kind of look we have or perspective we have on you. We're going to keep playing football. We're going to keep playing Arkansas brand of football. I like that. Uh, Wes, sidebar here. Um, I don't remember John Neighbors coming to any touchdown clubs this year. But yet I see that he's here today. Huh. To Isn't that weird? What, that's odd. He must be huh. so excited about the Razorback win that he wanted to come and hear people talking about yeah. the touchdown club. Yeah, there he is. Or, or, or maybe, just maybe, be that he wanted to come and say hello to Alyssa. What was it? What was that? Hey, what, what's why, up? why are you here? Why did you come well, today? Well, you know, I was in the no, neighborhood. No, no, usually and see the touchdown uh, club. I just thought it was really weird that you came in today. Well, you know, I just want to make sure the video stream stuff was working. Because, you know, there were some suspect things going yeah. on. And, you know, I am just wanted to make sure that uh, everything was in tip-top shape. Company so, guy. You know, yeah, I mean, I'm I guess, here for everybody. I guess your predecessor was right. You are a fanboy, but it ain't for the Razorbacks. No, you know, <laughs> hey, listen, everything that I'm a fan about, I make sure I go all out. You know, I I, I never I never go uh, half, half you-know-what into it. Halfway. So, yeah. John was listening, Wes, and he heard that uh, Alyssa hadn't pulled the trigger on the wedding yet. He's like, well, I still got a shot. One oh. more chance. Oh, you, yeah, you should have seen me whipping into that uh, the front of the double tree in here. <laughs> I, I looked like I was in the Fast and the Furious in there. <laughs> you know, the hitting the screeching and stuff just in there because of that comment. No. Huh. No, it's like uh, Alyssa was texting me, and I was going to come see her at some point just to say hi, because we, we go way back. We're friends. And she... It's like, if you don't come and see me, she's like, I'm going to be very upset. She's like, Baz has already said how upset he's going to be. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to go ahead and go so and knock it out so that way nobody's upset at anybody. So, How good are you feeling today as a guy who covers the Razorbacks but also is a fan of the Razorbacks? Wyatt, I am rolling, as they say. Yes. Like I, uh, I, No, I'm feeling great, man. It's like it's such a good weekend because of that to finally get that win and uh just you know, they're still three and six, but it just felt good to win again. You know, it's been yeah, too much. Felt like the Titanic late. It's been eighty-four years. You know, it's just like felt like it was so long, and to see them excited, and to also beat Florida for the first time ever, and get that losing yeah. streak done, it was awesome. And like that, and then it's just been good because you know tonight you got Razorback basketball. Uh, the yep. Jets are playing, so you know have yep. that going for me. And then uh, had L. Ellis. Uh, recorded his interview with him yesterday. He's going to be on with us today. Josh Braun, I'm recording him tonight, and you know, he was fired up. Oh. So uh, it's just good vibes, man. Good vibes right now yeah. to start off the month of November. I thought yeah, about Braun and the interview you had. He said we were trying to get Coach that signature win against Alabama. Well, they got they got that win mm-hmm. against Florida this week. I was happy for those guys. Yeah, I can't wait to ask him about when, uh, uh, if you saw at the end of the game when Broden scored that touchdown. I don't know if Braun was doing the Gator Chomp, but he was clapping his arms pretty wide. <laughs> so I'm going to ask him, like, was that was that something to it and whatnot? But, you know, in fact, I love it because he texted me almost after the game ended. And he was just like, hey, we still good for 7.30 Monday night, right? I'm like, yes, trust me. I'm tired of doing a six, six straight interviews of talking about bad losses. So, yeah, I'm happy for them, well, and I'm happy for him. I saw a lot of guys doing the Gator Chomp afterwards, and frankly, there's nothing wrong with it. Good for them. No? They, they get to do that after you win. And guess what? I can't wait till they go horns down after they beat Texas at some point in the near future, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, that's what I'm, I'm glad Arkansas does not have one of those things that signals that people can, like, mock you with. Yeah. So that's kind of nice. And you no, never have to worry about no, that. 
Nobody calls the Hogs to mock Arkansas, which is nice. Yeah, because they don't know how. They, they probably yeah, would, that. but they don't know how, yeah. That's a good point. Uh, I know you've been doing a, a, a basketball preview, John, too, and, and, and meeting up with some guys who cover the Razorbacks, and obviously there's a huge amount of expectation for this program and for this particular team, and beating Purdue certainly didn't help lower any expectations. Our question of the day today is, um, Christian, how do we phrase it exactly? Is it basically Sweet 16 or bust? Is it yeah, pretty much. Is it a disappointment if you don't reach the Sweet 16 now? I think yeah. that's fair to say that it probably is. I mean, we talked to, I mean, for Devo, Devo, we talked about it last week, and he said the Final Four is the goal. I mean, I think that they're ready to take that next step. So, I got a funny feeling about this team, man. I don't know. They, uh, I just think they got some dogs, and I'm excited. I mean, that, if the defense can take that next step, I mean, uh, I know they're going to have guys that can score. Plus, if they can start, you know, if they got a team that maybe can make some perimeter jumpers finally, they're going to be a tough out. Well, and to add it into the mix, too, that, you know, like I was talking to Christian actually about this. We've always wondered an offensive team. Uh, can we get some offense? Can we get some offense? You always have a couple of guys. But I feel as long as everyone stays healthy, you're going to have five bona fide guys that can go for double digits each and every night. Not saying they all will, but, yeah. I mean, if you told me that, I, 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 that we're going to do some predictions and whatnot. I'm sure you guys have talked about it, but I'm like, I, I will bet that they'll be at the end of this season, you'll have seven different games where you'll have seven different leading scorers in each one of those games because it's just that many people uh, that uh, is the case. So, yeah, uh, yeah but that, that's something that I wanted to just like get excited about is just to know that offense is going to be there instead of having to, well, as long as, long as this guy shoots 20 points and, or gets 20 yeah. points tonight, we'll be all right. ESPN Plus, SEC Network Plus tonight, 7 o'clock at Bud Walton Arena, 6.30 pregame on the buzz, and we will have our Guadney Automotive postgame show with you two, Wes and John, once we get into conference play. And I guess we're going to do the ACC game, too? Oh, yeah. 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 Duke. Yeah. I heard, I heard about them. They're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a huge we'll game. We'll, we'll just see about that, won't we, John? We'll see if they're any yeah. good or not. Yeah. Maybe they are, maybe yeah. they aren't. Yeah. Well, so. they're coming to Bud Walton Arena, so, you know. That's right. They're Dreams big, go to die there. Big trouble. John, we're going to do game balls and jock jock straps on the other side. And since we screw you at the end of the show anyway, we'll let you get one in now uh, before we hit the break. How about that? Man, that's perfect because I think I'm about to get towed outside. So that's what the guys just handed me. So that's fine. Uh, So, yeah, uh, so game ball and jock straps. So you want me to give one of each? Sure, if you got one. Yeah, yeah. uh, To me, the game ball has just got to be. I mean, I could go a lot of different directions with this one, but I'm just going to go with KJ Jefferson. He looked like vintage KJ when he when he just trucked that dude. That was awesome. (laughs) And then, uh, you know, making some throws, being rolling out and being that guy, to me, he was it's just nice to see him back. And uh, as far as the jockstrap part of it goes, you know, if I'm sticking with the college football landscape, hmm, I, I, like the, I think the USC thing has just been so disappointing to me, like where they have such a good offense, but their defense is so bad that they fired Alex Grinch. And I think that that's probably who yep. that gets my jockstrap is like, dude, you're a USC. They had a great year. They probably should be a national championship contender if they just had an average defense. And everyone talked big about him for so many years. Yep. He's been awful. And USC could have one of the best offenses that statistically they've ever had, but will end up going like 8-4. and four. You make Caleb Williams cry, you get fired. That's how it goes. So <laughs> That's the rule. Uh, I don't know if Dan Enos made Pooh Paul cry or something, and that's how he got canned. But uh, whatever it is, it, it didn't work out for either one of those guys. So good news is for both of them, they're going to make plenty of money to go away. So there's that. That's, but, right. uh, that's well done. All right, we're going to take a break, John. I appreciate you, buddy. Enjoy your time, and uh, we'll talk to you again here coming up right before 1. Hey, anything for the company, man. I appreciate you guys uh, letting me come out here and make sure that the stream was working. Thanks, buddy. Listen, you're the best. There's something bad about to happen to me I don't know what I'm feeling Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big O' Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. This is SportsCenter. The college basketball season officially gets underway today, and we'll have all five of the Division I schools in the state in action. Every game will be at 7 p.m. We'll start in Fayetteville, where Arkansas hosts Alcorn State. Coverage for that game will be on the buzz. Woodrock is hosting Texas State at the Jack Stevens Center. Arkansas State is in Madison to take on the Wisconsin Badgers. Central Arkansas is facing the Golden Hurricanes in Tulsa, and Pine Bluff is taking on Missouri. Every game except the Arkansas State-Wisconsin matchup will be on ESPN+. And in the NFL, Monday Night Football will feature the Jets taking on 
on the Chargers. Kickoff for that game is set for 7:15. It can be seen on ABC or ESPN. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Take your yard up to the next level with a Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour Caddy, and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs. Flower beds a mess? Josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted. Caddy's Touch Landscaping also installs French drains, retaining walls, and they'll even take care of your irrigation maintenance needs. Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Call today, 501-794-2770. It's fall. And you know that means schools are back in. Leaves will be changing soon. Oh, and it means football. Friday Night Lights, an action-packed weekend. And Chris Crane Hyundai gets you there in style. And with plenty of room to bring all your tailgate gear and crew of super fans. Get America's Best Warranty, 10 years, 100,000 miles. And Hyundai Assurance. Right now, get up to $3,000 off new Hyundais this fall at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway. And online at ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos, deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays, and DJ spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. The end of the year is going to be here before you know it. You know what that means? Great deals on a new ride. Alcoa Community FCU has some of the most aggressive auto loan rates in central Arkansas. Apply securely online at alcoacommunityfcu.org for your next auto loan. At Eat My Catfish, fall is our favorite time of the year, and football season isn't the only thing making a comeback. Available now, our famous shrimp gumbo and Cajun boudin balls make their return to the menu. Order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. 1037 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Kaufman by Design West, Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, R-Care, and Parker Cadillac. From the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, you're in the zone. Want to get into the show? Call or text 661-1037 or leave a message on our live fan feedback. Now, let's get back into the zone. The Zone at the Little Rock Touchdown Club is brought to you by Arkansas Urology, the state's leader for urological care. With unmatched expertise, state-of-the-art facilities, and the latest technology, Arkansas Urology is well-equipped to provide world-class care for all Arkansans. Clinics now open in Benton, Conway, Little Rock, and North Little Rock. Learn more at ArkansasUrology.com. Game balls and jock straps are brought to you by a caddy's touch landscape. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA caddy, so he knows what good grass looks like. If you'd like to take your yard to the next level, then hit up Josh and his crew at a caddy's touch landscape. 501-794-2770. Call today. Okay, I've got some game balls to give away today because I don't need them. Um, all right, let's start with the NFL. And how about C.J. Stroud? What a performance yesterday. And he set a single-game rookie passing record. And I don't know if you guys uh, saw it or not. He is uh, he threw for more yards in a game yesterday than many of the all-time greats ever did in their entire career. So pretty remarkable rookie year. For this young man, I got another game ball for his teammate in a minute, but uh, let's hear from him after the win. Well, CJ, there's a lot to sort through after that game, but let's start with the game-winning touchdown to Tank Dell. What'd you see? First and foremost, man, I got to give all glory and praise to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, man. Uh, it, uh, these last couple weeks, man, been up and down. I've been going through a lot on and off the field, man. But when you give your life to the Lord, man, He gives you opportunities, and it's what you do with it. So He gave me this opportunity to come back in a two-minute drill, and we run great routes, got great time management with the coaches. And we go score a touchdown. It's really big for us. Yeah, you mentioned that. It was really two minutes, though. It was 46 seconds on the clock when you're down at this end of the field. What was the mentality, the approach, the conversation with your coordinator to make that length of the field run? He just said, be you. You're a special player. Go be special. And we have a special team. They put a lot of great guys around me, a lot of uh, great protection up front, guys running crisp routes, and uh, getting yak. So, I mean, and you have 46 seconds, man. It's not just me out there. It's everybody. And you see Tank running them routes. <laughs> You guys were at your best offensively in the second half when you lost your kicker. 
How did that impact the approach? It just put more pressure. I mean, I feel like pressure either makes diamonds or you fold. So uh, we, we got a lot of a lot of VVS diamonds around our offense, and uh, we, we like the pressure. We, we want everything to be hard on us because we know that we we don't type of guys we can make plays, and we did that today. I know you're about the team, but uh, you set a record here today, CJ, 470 yards passing. That's an NFL record for rookie. How does that sit with you? That's a blessing, man. I ain't going to lie. I usually, like, try to, like, not – uh, really look to like the accolades and records, man. But I put a lot of work in the week. Uh, my family, they know, man. And I love my family to death, man. Everybody back home in the IE, like, that's what that's what I do it for. And I do it for the glory of God, man. And uh, that's really just them. I mean, I, honestly, I put in the work to make other people happy and make other people smile. Of course, my teammates, man, they, they, they pick me at number two, and I got to play like that. And I feel like I'm doing it, but I got to keep it going, man. Good job. You made Clint Sterner smile. I hope you're happy. Also, Texas running or Texans running back, Dare Ogunbowale. An emergency kicker brought in, hit a 29-yard field goal. We're talking about a tight game, guys. Gave him a 33-30 lead, and they were able to pull it out against uh, Tampa in a high-scoring shootout. So kudos to the Texans and their running back turned kicker as well as their quarterback turned superstar. I'm going to give a game ball to uh, Josh Dobbs. Yep. Got traded to Minnesota in the middle of the week. All of a sudden, the starting quarterback gets hurt. Dobbs is forced into action. Ran zero plays this week with the Vikings. Zero in practice. Went out there, had three touchdowns, two passing, one running, and the Vikings get the win, 31-28. What a performance for Dobbs. Yeah, we got his touchdown. That was the difference and also a little reaction from him as well. Third and four. Time. Stepping up to the circumstances that we were given. Um, so it was a team effort, a team mindset, a team mentality that we have the ball. You know, we don't care about the circumstance. You know, we're going to go down, put this thing in the end zone, and get a win and get back to Minnesota. How do you not love this game? He didn't even know his receivers' names yeah. before the game. He was working on his cadence with the offensive line on the sideline before the game started. He didn't practice with the team this week. There is no way you're supposed to be able to go in there and win a game. Insanity. It's one of the great stories I've ever seen. Ever, ever. It's incredible. Uh, i got to give a jockstrap to your Cowboys, Wes. The Eagles tried, tried as they might, to let them back in the game. Now, admittedly, they got a, a tough call uh, or two. Probably should have been a pass interference on the one where the tight end didn't make the grab or didn't get in the end zone when he made the grab. Um, but I thought I thought Dak was a little lackadaisical on the two-point conversion run, and he got he stepped out right before he went in the end zone for the two-point. Um, and obviously, it's just really bad management of the clock late. It was just, ugh. Um, I don't know, man. I was disappointed because I wanted to see him come back. And I didn't feel like it was over. I watched until the bitter end. I didn't think they were out of it, even though it looked like long odds with no timeouts and they had to go the length of the field. But, uh, man, they kind of peed that one down their leg, I thought. It was a huge opportunity to steal one. All that said. They're first and goal from the six. Yep. And they end up having to throw basically almost a Hail Mary on third and, what was it, 31? They lost yeah. 25 yards, penalties, sacks. I mean, they just they, they messed the bed. I, when it was first and goal, I'm like, oh, my gosh, out of everything that's happened, all the reviews and stepping out of bounds, they're going to win this game. First and goal from the six, and you blew it. Blew it. Yep. Uh, I'm going to give a, a jock strap. Air Force blew it. Gosh, man, I was pulling for no, them. No, no. Blew it. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. 23 to 3. 23 to 3, lose to Army. And uh, the, the great story, undefeated season comes to an end. That was disappointing. Yeah, I got a couple more here. Sorry. Uh, three curveball. Um, I got to give one to Bryant. Bryant goes on the road and wins at Conway in a highly anticipated game in 7A. Big yep. time performance. And a convincing victory, and those two may see each other again. And got to give Greenwood credit. They made a lot of plays, and it was really a big barrage at the end of the first half. Forced a turnover after scoring a touchdown, got another touchdown on the last play, although I thought they got a little bit of a friendly clock. Nevertheless, they made a lot of plays. It's a really good Greenwood team, and those two teams may face off again as well. So we may have some rematches before the season's over. Anybody else in high school, West that was uh, – 
shocking or big performer over the weekend? Arkadelphia beating Malvern and the way they beat them, a uh, home game for Arkadelphia, but they win the 7-4-A. Carlisle comes back, beats Hazen for the uh, their conference title. And maybe the biggest upset uh, of the weekend was Mills getting beat by Valonia. Uh, Valonia came to Little Rock and knocked off Mills. All Mills had to do was win. They're the conference champs. Uh, but they got upset, yes. lost that game, and uh, now Pine Bluff is the 5A Central champ. Kristen, I know you want to give something to, uh, you got to give one to Wemby. I saw your post. My gosh. Well, I wasn't going to, but you did steal both of mine, so I guess I'll give one to Wembenyama. He's having an incredible rookie season. Pretty cool Dude, so far. Just, I just like watching the guy play defense. I mean, you're not safe shooting a three-pointer when he's in the paint. <laughs> it's freaky, man. <laughs> he's crazy long. It's crazy. It's just... So, uh, yeah, I was going to give one to C.J. Stroud and Ogumba Wale, but you gave him that. So I'll give a jock strap to USC defense, which also John Neighbors did. Yep. USC's offense is eighth in the country. Their defense is 119. Wow. Well, just like Sam Pittman, you make some tough calls, and Lincoln Riley had to cut his uh, guy loose. All right, let's hit a timeout. J.W. Kevin, hang on. we got Scott Davis from Arkansas Urology waiting to chit-chat with us, too. We'll get his thoughts. Uh, ooh, another tough loss to the Patriots. Hunter Henry got a touchdown, though. Can I give him a game ball? Yeah. I don't think that's probably not going to make Scott feel any better. But uh, It's 11.46, and uh, Wes... We need to, yeah, Rodney uh, Chevrolet right now yeah. got some good deals. 1.9% financing on the Silverados. No payments until February. Plus, they got the red tag bonus cash going right now. You don't have to wait until Black Friday. They know it's going to be big. Black Friday's always huge at Guatney Chevrolet. But you don't have to wait until Black Friday. They're giving you the red tag bonus cash right now, enticing you to come out and buy some of these 2023s because the 2024s are coming. They're still giving you top dollar for all those trade-ins. They're going to make the deal happen. Go out to the website or check out the website, GuatneyChevrolet.com. Find the vehicle you want. All the inventory is right there. Then go to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville, and they're going to give you a deal. They want to sell some cars today, tomorrow, whenever it is. They're ready to deal at Guadney Chevrolet. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Christy Pettit in Melmel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England. Johnston's Home Center presents Andrew Chambly when he joins Randy and Rick on Drive Time Sports every Tuesday through football season. Johnston's Home Center. If you can't find it at Johnston's Home Center, you probably don't need it. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 appeal. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. Attention deer hunters, Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock is the place to get your deer processed right. And Wednesday you can find Morning Mayhem broadcasting live from Hogs. It's Hogs Meat Market on JFK in North Little Rock's historic Park Hill District. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, they're problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping, and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply, and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. This is a test of the emergency activation system. This is only a test. Which 
between 8 and 9.30 for the Between the Mats High School Football Show featuring Matt McJunkins, Matt Wilcox, and Thomas Thrash from Hooten's Football. You'll hear coaches' interviews, weekly top tens, players of the week, and the Fan Interactive Pick'em Challenge brought to you by American Safeguard Insurance, Call Your Roofing, and Globe Life Liberty National Everett and Associates. You're listening to The Zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. All right, welcome back. 1150 Scott Davis with us from Arkansas Urology. Let's welcome him in. We appreciate them sponsoring our trips over there. And uh, I was very impressed with the visit with Alyssa Lang. Scott, I don't know if you had a chance to talk to her or not, but looking sharp in her Razorback Red. I, How are I you? Did. I, I'm great. I appreciate it. I did get an opportunity to just say hi to her. And uh, she, she did comment. She was extremely elated to be here uh, in general at the Little Rock Touchdown Club, but even more so that the Hogs got a win in the Swamp. And so it just... Uh, you know, it, it, it makes the uh, makes the conversation a lot easier. And Dave's, uh, Dave Basil is up there in his nice little uh, hogs jacket, looking great. So, good a, a good weekend. Except for it the was. except for the well, Patriots. that's true. But your, your alma mater though went nuts and uh, won a shootout. My gosh! Did you see that final? Fifty nine fifty. Wow! It was, yeah, uh, it was definitely a shootout. The week before, they won 45-42. Is Alex yeah. Grinch calling the defense for Memphis, too? I, I don't know who is calling the defense. <laughs> and we don't really have a defense. We just have to score every time we get the ball. Well, that, that works, I guess. Yeah. Um, what's going on with Arkansas Urology right now? Well, you know, we're still in the beard bracket. Uh, we are you know, go to the buzz, and, and uh, we, we won't officially have people put pictures of their, their beards online until then. But I was actually talking to Wes earlier about just, hey, who, who are the famous football players with beards? If you had to pick one guy that is like stands out with a beard, who would it be? Playing now or even retired? And, and Wes oh, and I said the same person. Yeah, we, I nailed it. Yeah. Fitzmagic. Ryan Fitz- Fitzpatrick, great beard. It's a good one. I was yeah. thinking Ed Reed for some reason. Oh, Ed Reed, that's that's, yeah. that was on the list, too. Yep. Ed Reed, I had uh, Fournette was on there. Retired, some retired Andrew Luck had a great beard. Uh, yep. Ben Roethlisberger had a great beard. Thick beard. Yeah. His was thick. thick. Yeah, it was. Kept him warm on those uh, cold Pittsburgh afternoons. So, uh, you know, I've got another weekend here. It's starting to come in. I, I'm, you know, got a nice white and gray to it. So yeah, you're looking good. We encourage guys. Salt to, and pepper. Salt and pepper. Encourage you to grow your beards. Uh, most guys are getting ready for duck season anyway, or they're already yeah. deer hunting. Well, so, uh, today's basketball season too, Scott. What about a basketball guy with a gray beard? You know, I was thinking about that, and this is old school. This is real yep. old school. It's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh. That, when he had yeah. the big fro and the big beard. LeBron's got a good Walton. beard. Didn't yeah, Bill have a wild Bill beard Walton, back in the day? Uh, yeah, Bill Walton. Who is the, the current player? I, oh, LeBron, I, he yeah. was actually on my list. Left-handed player. Harden. James Harden. James Harden. Yep. yep. Good good beard there. A lot of good beards oh, in baseball, too. Beard. Yep. Yeah, good good beard, bad attitude. That's James Harden. Yeah, well, that's, that's true. But uh, I encourage guys to grow week. beards. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was asked last week on uh, on national television if he had some mental issues, but that's not the way it was phrased exactly, Christian. If I, I don't. I, yeah, I think it was not. Uh, so, I will yeah. not repeat the quote. I want to keep yeah. the jump. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, better luck to your Patriots. As we mentioned, Hunter Henry at least got one for you. And Memphis bowl game. I mean, you got that. Now the Hogs are back in, into the land of the relevant. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a good football weekend. For, for everybody and excited uh, excited to be here today and, and speaking with y'all and and encouraging uh, encouraging guys to get involved in our beard bracket. So yeah. that's uh, that's what's big for us right now. Well, Wes is leading the charge at the buzz for sure. So we appreciate him. He's he's so committed. He does it year round. He does. <laughs> he does indeed. Had to trim it up a little bit last night though. Yeah. Wife's uh, like, yeah, it's getting a little uh, getting a little nasty. Yeah, mine's still a little soft, but it'll start getting a little. Course, course, yeah. here before too long. Um, we got a couple callers on. If you can, we can squeeze them in maybe here real quick. The ever uh, positive JW on a Monday. JW, welcome. Hey man, Alyssa Lane, first class boys, first class. Uh, I want to tell y'all something. We sound like we got our own Kenny G up there making sweet music up on the hill, don't we? Kenny G, Kenny guy, you did there. You know, today's National Saxophone Day, J.W., and that's not a joke. Yeah. 
You see what I did there? See what I yep. did? I see what you did there. It's beautiful. Hey, so I got a question about the offensive line. I asked Wally this this morning. Wally's 50, 54. He, he, he might have a hole in his bucket. I'm not sure. So let me ask you this. <laughs> Our offensive line gave us 225 yards of rushing. Now, I know they gave us some stuff, too. But at the same time, they were productive and did a much better job. Now, does that mean our offensive line is not as bad as we thought it was all year because the offensive play calling put them in trash positions where they, you know, doing, I don't know, instead of doing what they did Saturday, like Wes said, it's the same place, but something's different about it. What is the difference to get this line to give up 225 yards rushing and and to even well, to throw for that much? And to, yeah. to give him time to throw. And I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, guys. All right, J.W., thank you. Josh is going to be on Out of Bounds tomorrow, so we can, we'll can we probably hear from him about that. So make sure you listen in. I mean, I don't have an opinion necessarily. Well, Clint said made sense. When you had a more uh, aggressive K.J. Jefferson running the ball and some played, you know, some called plays for him to run. Look, and there were times Florida, they were just outmanned in the box, almost daring Arkansas to, to, to run the ball. And... Arkansas said, okay, we'll take what you're giving us. And there were times this year they weren't taking what the teams were giving them. And, and Florida had four guys in the box and the guy just outside the box. And they said, you know what, K.J., run it. He would go yeah. back like he's going to throw it, pause, and then take off right up the middle, and you're outnumbered. And yeah. it was successful. And then all of a sudden you got to account for K.J. That opens up things for Rocket or A.J. Green. I think it's yeah. a two-way street. I, I, there was one run in particular that came to my mind. It was later in the game, and and he did the same thing. It was a little little delayed draw, yeah. And he was just running over. That was on the floor. first and yeah. twenty, yeah. And he got twenty-one yards and ran over just the poor ran kid. Ran over them, yeah. Uh, it's he's a he's a force when he he's free in the field. No, I was screaming yeah, at the TV. Good. I'm like, they, they don't have enough guys in the box. Run it. He goes back to pass. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, there he goes. Okay, y'all got it. Okay, yeah. Kevin, real quick, go ahead. Uh. Two things. The Crutchfield kid, uh, why did he decommit? I mean, I've heard he's the one that got into the fight, uh, blah, 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 great, whole, whole nine yards. They got a, uh, going, him going to Ole Miss. Uh, and then, man, the, the team ain't stopped. They ain't gave up on the coach. Um, and, and that says a lot. I, I like the fight these hogs got, and uh, hopefully they keep it rolling to the end of the season. Thank y'all. Hopefully so. Thank you. Wes, you got any insight on Crutchfield? I don't. I hated the timing of it, though. If I'd have... Could have whispered in his ear. I'd have told him, "Wait, don't commit or decommit minutes before kickoff." Poor timing. You think he regretted it after they won? Not, not if he doesn't want to be a Razorback. It doesn't matter to him. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to wait and see what the coordinator how that shakes out, I can understand that. But uh, Atomic Hog says on our Southern Structural Solutions text line. Dan Fouts had a good beer. Dan Fouts had a great oh, beer. Oh, yes. Dan Fouts, yeah, good one. Artist Gilmore, says Paul in Lake Village. All right. James Harden? Yeah, we mentioned Harden. Oh, okay. He's a good one. Um, Tyson Chandler? We didn't mention oh, him. Another good one. Another good one. Yeah. How hot did that loss make Billy Napier's job? Pretty hot, I would say, from the 870. Hey, Razorback fans, it's Quinn Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests, also polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Demon shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location.